Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. You taking on giants, Soul Cycle, Peloton. Um, what makes Spike Spin special? It's a small thing to a giant. I feel like I'm a giant. Mm, that's the show. Mm. <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> we had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, you gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wheel wheel straight up. But in the past bag, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Woo! Bree Thompson in the building, wife. Mom, HBCU alum. Hampton alum. Hampton alum. Get it right. You got to be can, specific. Well, you know, I fam, you, yeah, B, you there's know, levels. Bethune. There's, there's levels. Ooh, okay. Right? And then also founder of Spike Spin. Yes. Um, we're here celebrating black excellence. What does that mean to you? Ooh, black excellence means being elevated in every capacity beyond any limitation in everything that you do. Yeah. So it's really just... Excess. That's what I think of when I hear black excellence. I really wanted to connect with you because, <clears throat> you know, we pride ourselves on locker room talk. Just real, authentic, raw, organic. And, you know, one of the conversations that we always have, but not necessarily in our community, is around wellness. What's your thought process there? Like when you created Spike Spin, T talk to me about the mission. Talk to me about the why. Honestly, wellness is like, for me, beyond just fitness. It's living well in every capacity, like I kind of just mentioned. So financially well, relationships are well. Everything about it is well. And it's something that, unfortunately, especially in communities of color, we lack those resources. We lack that access. And so when I created Spiked Spin, this is just my venture into the wellness space of making sure that marginalized people, people of color, people who haven't felt seen now have a resource. They have access to something that's premium, something that's quality and something that's built with them in mind. First. You, you feel like that's not available in those majority to the majority? Honestly, and I'm pushing you somewhere. You, you, I know you where we're me? going. I know where we're going. OK, you heard because, me I say majority. Because that's that's the key. Right? right. So when I founded Spike Spin to answer your first question, it was people of color in mind, right? I, I had such a limited scope of feeling different. For me in the wellness space, I'm like, oh, I'm a black woman. There's nothing created for me. I don't see myself. So my vision was so small, right? And then this brand that kind of took on its own identity is what made me aware that like, actually, this is the feeling of the majority. People yeah. feel different for so many different reasons. So we're no longer, you know, minimizing ourselves to be the minority we're now saying like no most people don't fit into these little profiles most people are not a size two drinking a green juice every day like that's not the reality sometimes i want to eat whatever that is or do whatever that is and so that balance is important and making sure that the, everyone feels seen and kind of moving away from that typical wellness 
look. So you think it's needed in our community? It is. I mean, I think, you know, we you go to Equinox, you go to these different places and you just don't even feel like they they want you there. Like, oh, if you happen to be here, cool. But like they're not coming after me. I, I can afford Equinox. They're not marketing to me. Right. And so I think brands like Spike Spin, I feel welcome there. Like my peers feel welcome there, like young black professional women that are making six figures feel welcome there. Right. A place where. I can afford it, but I also want to be there. Because there's a lot of places we can afford to be in. We don't want to be there. And that was when I first started the brand, a lot of people kind of gave me pushback, right? Because obviously when you're creating a business, you want to have the largest net. You want to get as many people to come because you want to make the most revenue. And for me, I was very unapologetic. Like, I get that, but I want people to know, I want Essay to know that this was created with her in my mind first. You know, like so many times we attach ourselves to things that we weren't, they didn't create it for us first, right? Like Equinox was created and it's beautiful. They have nice facilities and whatever. Right, right. It's not better than (laughs) House of Apple. I mean, it's not even in the same, it's not, we're talking about apples and certain things we don't put together, right? Right. Apple jacks and apples, right? right? Like, so House of Athlete is literally state of the art and that, for me, I mean, we talked about this. It's like incredible to be in a facility that is literally, when they say state of the art, you feel it. The energy is that you're like, oh, that technology, what? Like that's, and that's the same thing I wanted for Spiked. I wanted something that was different that we unapologetically are like, no girl, this was with you in mind, Brandon, this is with you in mind. Like you're not the afterthought. You're not mm. the George Floyd passes away and now we're trying to scramble to make you the priority of the conversation. You've been the priority for my conversation. And so I won't apologize for that. So Spike Spin, could you give us a visual? Like if I'm just walking into uh, uh, a class or or whatever it may be, what can I expect? Well, first of all, our location is in Bedside, Brooklyn. That's where we were able to open our very first location. I'm so proud of it because it's in the community, like I said, that has so much culture, so much hip hop culture, so many different artists are from You're there. You're from New York. I'm from New York. I'm from Queens though. Yeah. Not, but still. Yeah. I, I mean, they, I know but y'all. Brooklyn, get... Brooklyn people will be like, she's, I'm not from Brooklyn. <laughs> I am from Queens, but my studio is in Brooklyn. And it's um, the first black owned. It's the first there? black owned. It's the first cycling studio period in that area. Wow. Um, so it's when you walk in, there's a huge mural of all Brooklyn artists. Um, this is behind the glass wall. So the entire space is very open, which is intentional, right? So you go into a lot of spaces and you feel dark and it's closed in. And we didn't want that. Like, I want you to be proud of where you are in your experience, whether you're struggling to make it through or you want to be an instructor. It's like, I want us to celebrate those moments. So we're not hiding you in this dark room. We're celebrating you in this room. And it's bright. It's hip hop blaring. Profanity is blaring. Future is blaring. Biggie is blaring. Like, everything about the vibe makes you just feel comfortable. You walk into it and you feel like, did I go to the club or did I go to church? <laughs> like, it's those two things. Like, you leave feeling refreshed and cleansed in a new way. Bro, like, this is, this is interesting to me. I feel like football chose you. I feel like football chose me. Think about if we didn't have that, right? Where would we be? How did you guys, you know, pick the profession that you're in and pick the lane? And that's for both of you Well, guys. y'all were lucky because... You saw yourself in the career you wanted. 
I didn't see a lot of black women Ooh, lawyers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Hold on, go back. You guys were lucky because you saw yourself in your dream career, in your dream job that you probably would have done for free. Barry Sanders. Yeah. Deion Sanders. I have to be honest. I never had that dream. Mm. I played football for 20 years just having fun. But you never felt like an imposter. I never felt like an imposter. And that's but I, real. But I never had the dream of making it to the NFL. I was just, my in my soul, I just enjoyed competing. Right. I wanted to show you that I was better than you. I wanted to try to outdo you. So that just turned into an NFL career. A lot of guys say I had a dream. And guys do. Don't get me wrong. Guys do. B, you probably did. You spoke about your, your dad taking, you know, Pop Warner and all of that. So, you know, you're probably motivated to, to get there someday. I didn't follow the game that way, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, but, but you still, but it's still powerful what you it said. It is. Because, yeah. It's very Because, powerful. like, how do we choose what, you know, like, we saw, like, we saw ourselves there. Yeah. And, and so, you ain't see yourself as an, as a, an attorney? As I a did, but it was, it was like a revolutionary thought. It was like, I don't see this, but I'm going to be it anyway. Right. right? And that, that takes tenacity and resilience and black women like we if we don't have an imagination we don't make it because there's nothing around us that's telling us that what we want to do is normal is accessible is doable right so you have to have an imagination to be successful as a black woman and you have to be creative and you have to have the grit to stand through so many different things right so even you coming from the nfl i'm sure that you had so many meetings where they're like Wait, I'm sorry, who are you that's yeah. speaking? I still face that in my studio now. I'll work at the front desk and no one knows who I am. And I'm not in makeup or glam. I'm just working out because that's what it is. And they'll treat me just any type of way. So even in owning a studio, a brick and mortar space that I put my blood, sweat, literal tears into, you know, as a black woman, you have to continuously try to find ways to earn and gain and keep that respect. Right. So you have to walk around in a way that's almost like, Without me wanting to say, hey, I'm the owner of Spiked, but hey, I'm the owner of Spiked. Yeah. At, at what moment were you most afraid? Was it uh, the initial thought, the build out process? Um, now, you know, to at go what from moment? corporate America you know, to you, saying you, I'm going to be you, on. You had to go through COVID, you know, you're a business owner, entrepreneur. At what moment were you most afraid? Honestly, <laughs> This this has been a journey of fear. Um, I would say the scariest two moments, I can't wait one more, was the day that I resigned from corporate America because I had been taught my entire life, you work, you, you do great in school, you go to a good college, you get, a, you know, you get a great education and then you get a great career and you work your way up. Like that was the model that my parents instilled in me like this is how you're going to take care of your family old school, old old school, school right? right they right. just want security it's no no shade or anything to how they it's old school raise me but that's, that's what they what wanted is that, right what that world so the day that i called my mom and i'm like by the way i'm resigning i'm putting in my two weeks that was probably the scariest conversation because it's like i she, like i believe in you wholeheartedly right, right. like you can do anything. She always tells me that. But at the same time, it's like, but you have bills. Yeah, right. You have Life. student loans. Like, what is the plan? Mm -hmm. Right? So that was scary. And then March 2020, when 
We're about four months into this brand new brick and mortar. We launched intentionally in November saying, okay, this is a soft launch. January, everybody wants to be back in shape. We hit the ground running top of the year. We going crazy. Yeah. I remember watching, like, I saw you, I saw you open, and then COVID hit, and I was like, damn. I'm on Good Morning America. Oh. I'm on, I'm getting all of the press. I'm doing all of the things. Nike contracts. Nike contracts. Beats, Beats by Dre contracts. McDonald's. COVID said, shut it down. How you survive? And then I found out I was pregnant first. Oh. <laughs> let's, let's not leave. That part. Let's not leave that asterisk because that's when I was really in the house like I know I'm a black woman I know I know we're strong and resilient and all of the things but God I don't know I don't know what you trying to tell me what any of this is about what it's for what what is the mission is this a mission like am I really built because I live I live every day like I'm built for this there's nothing you can put in front of me that I can't get over period I believe that but that moment showed me for real, Brianna will do what she has to do to get it done. Yeah. And so those moments were like, I'm leaving the security of benefits and 401k and salary on time every week, like, and, and no concerns. Yeah, just safe to a whirlwind. Just looking at Spike Spin, your Instagram, almost 15,000 followers, disrupting. I've checked out a lot of the photos, right? Uh, Nike academies, you know, I see smiles on tons of people's faces, people of all sorts, right? Yep. Uh, disrupting wellness norms. Yep. Think that's catchy. What exactly, you know, like, could you elaborate on? The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Yeah, so when I say disrupting wellness norms, I mean that quite literally in that when we came into this space, like I mentioned before, I was one of the first brands that was 
confident and comfortable saying we were created for marginalized communities. We were created with people of color in mind. We were created for the woman that has three children and is trying to figure out how she can pay for this cycling class. Like, we didn't want it to make it, we didn't want the price point to be too much. We didn't want the location to be so out of the way that, you know, you, on a Saturday morning, why do I need to go to Manhattan to take a great class? And I live in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Why can't I just go up the street in my community and still have something that's quality that I can have water bottles provided? Like simple amenities right. that people overlook are important to me. So when I say disrupting wellness, that's what I mean. I want people to know loudly that we're here, that it doesn't just mean being skinny and drinking green juice. It means being well from the inside out, really taking care of yourself mentally, physically, financially. Uh, you got a lot of catchy phrases. What's the other one? Insult, <laughs> insult the, the standard. Insult the standard. That's the mantra. That's the mantra? That's, that's the one. Every day. I'm going to put that on my son's wall. Like he, he needs to know every day. When you wake up, whatever, that, whatever they said, Get rid of that. You feel like you insulted the standard? I mean, I'm, I'm aiming to. I feel like, you know, coming from two HBCUs, although Hampton and FAMU are very illustrious, you get into the sports space and most of the black people in sports, they went to the UVAs of the world or the Harvards of the world, the Yales, the Pens. So I, I, like, I had super imposter syndrome, but it, I never accepted those limitations in my head. I was like, I always fought through them. And now to see where I'm at and I have, my inboxes are full on every social channel with people, how did you do it? Tell me the way. I feel like I have because the standard for me as an HBCU grad was very low. So I'm insulting the standard every day. Like they they looked at HBCU stuff and they kind of still do sometimes charity. Like it ain't charity. Yeah. When I tell you to hire this this young black woman from Hampton, She's excellent. Does she need nurturing? Yeah, but so did I. And look at yeah, me now, right. right? So everybody needs nurturing. Like white people get the nurturing at home because your, your, your dad is a lawyer, your mom is a doctor. But a lot of people in our community, we don't get that nurturing. So yeah, you might have to nurture somebody on their, their internship, but I guarantee you they can hold their own. Nothing that we're doing is rocket science. I want to get your thoughts, okay? And I'm, this is not a shameless plug. Mm-hmm. It's not a shameless plug. Okay. Apple, mm-hmm. WME, Lyft, NFL, Carolina Panthers, House of Athlete. You were bold to say no to other people and then come rock with me. Yeah. Why? <laughs> and take less. Yeah. We talking about, you know, there's some big names that I just put out there. We talking yeah. about stocks and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's like she, 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 she like she still like it. You still questioning it? Yeah. Hey, when he said Apple, he, I'm Bruh. like, what? What you talking about? I'm about yeah. to text him like, hey, big head. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, you want to know what one of my? I knew that I was ready to move on. Like I had done so much in the NFL, and I just started to feel stifled. It got to the point where people that had just met me at the Panthers were like. So what's next? Because I know this isn't it. Like, you're obviously on to bigger things. And I, I hadn't, I don't know them. I haven't told them my dreams. It was just that they saw that in me. And I had seen it in myself, but I questioned it. And then I told you, I was helping you kind of on the side just as a friend. And I was like, look, I'm about to leave the Panthers. And you did not believe me. Like, we used to get into arguments. Yeah. 
where he'd be like, no, you need you need the Panthers. You need the NFL. You need to use Two them. More years. Like, be, be more friends. Years. Be friends. That's how it happens. <laughs> no, literally. And that's what he kept saying. I was like, you don't understand. But he also didn't understand the experience of being a black woman in the NFL and how I felt stifled and how I was always questioned. I mean, people... I, there's two lawyers at the Carolina Panthers. We be in meetings and no one looks at me. No right. one. It's two of us. Right. And there's only one black woman in the whole entire room. And I still felt invisible. But he doesn't know that because your experience with teams, you're, you've always been the star wide receiver. So you don't know what it's like to feel invisible in the National Football League. So I never wanted to be invisible again. And I knew I wasn't born to be invisible. All right. So let's be transparent. Mm. Let's be real. Because you talk about those conversations, and I remember nights where you were crying. Yeah. Tussling with this decision, you know, to leave. And, and it was real. Like, I'm like, no, you need to stay. Like, utilize, like, use this platform, use this brand to continue to build yes. what you're doing before you go. Like, I felt like it was too early. When did, like, go in that moment. Like, when did you know? I knew I was going to leave the Panthers. I did not know I was going to come to House of Athlete and work with you. But I think that what helped me make the decision was, it was the decision that scared me the most. And one of the reasons why I wanted to leave was because I didn't know who I was without the shield. I, have, I was getting invited to all these places, all these stages, all these rooms. And I always wonder, are they inviting me, S.A. Renee Igadosa, or, or are they inviting S.A. from the NFL? And I need that shield. That shield is what got me in the door. And I wanted to see who I was without the shield. I wanted to bet on myself. Like I grew up in the league. It was, it's really been my only job. And I could have gone to Apple. I could have gone to these other places that are definitely more safe. I know I'm gonna get paid every two weeks. I know Apple ain't going nowhere but up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but with you, one, I've, I wanted to prove a point to myself, but I also wanted to prove a point to you because I felt like you didn't think you weren't sure that I was good enough without the NFL. And I was like, you know what? I've been helping you build this business <laughs> on nights and weekends, right? While I'm yeah. doing a full-time job and killing it. Right. And it wasn't really until... Due process, you, you, you speaking now. You ain't supposed to be working for House of Athlete while you were... It's due process that I speak your I'm... language, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you Listen, know that. They but, you know what? but you know what? I told my parents, I told all my mentors, all my different options... And most of them were like, you said Apple? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but there's this thing and I believe in it. And I wanted to be more than a lawyer. Yeah. You know, I had been seeing, every time I saw more than an athlete, I was like, and I'm more than a lawyer. <laughs> and this was the opportunity that gave me um, the chance to be more than a lawyer. I was doing all these business things for you. And I've always felt like, I've always been really good with my business clients, helping them strategize. Literally, my boss would be like, you are doing their job for them. And I'm like, I know, but I, I kind of like it. So with you, my mentor, Eric Grubman, former EVP at the NFL, he was like, which one scares you the most? And I was like, definitely House of Athletes. Because <laughs> one, it's a startup. And two, me and Brandon fight every two seconds. And I don't know if we're going to make it. And he was like, if that's the one that scares you the most, that's probably what you should do, kid. And this man that made millions of dollars, Goldman Sachs. And if he told me that, along with my gut was telling me that. And that's why I was crying, because I knew my gut was telling me to do something that scared the living daylights out of me. But we have to be that. We have to have the audacity to think that we can make it. Yo. So what you was 
same conversation same. for you. You had opportunities to go to potentially the NFL. You had opportunities to stay in corporate America. I'm emailing her like, hey, girl, I had opportunities we got some to go to Beats, go to all the sexy brands before. And then you go do a startup? <laughs> and then I go do a startup. In Betstar? In Betstar. <laughs> for people who openly say, I don't like working out, I'm lazy. And I'm like, but I believe in your wellness. Um, so I really am taking the road less traveled, least traveled. Um, but it's scary. Yeah. But it's also something that I believe in wholeheartedly. Like every time I try to move away from it, even during COVID, I have had conversations of, do I need to reach out to my contacts? Should I be looking ba going back to corporate? Is this like that thing that's saying like, leave this alone? And it just keeps coming back. It's like, Brianna, I promise you, if you just yeah. stay diligent, stay down, stay focused. What's the most gratifying moment? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why? Through the pro about the process. I think I learned so much about myself in the process, but I learned so much about people, right? So, so many times when I, again, I had such a limited view and like this past five years has shown me like, whatever you think is a big dream, it's really small when you, yeah. when, I'm sorry, I just have to say, when God steps in, it's like, that's so tiny. Why you, why you, why you? Cause I don't know, you know, why? people get weird about God. But that's my source. That's like, if you're not weird about God, then don't be weird. Let's come on. Let's, how about we do this? Bring in, let's bring in chef and we're going to pray over this food. You're going to bless the food. This is going to be the first time we did this on the show. We should have did this in season one. You talk about God, you, you cool. Thanks, chef. Chef, what we got, chef? You, you coming back with us. What's up? You got the black and salmon, the candy yams, the seasoned rice. And, uh, That's, he had to bring it back signature mac and cheese. on the last show. Hey, man, that mac and cheese so fire. I'm excited. Thank so you so chef, much. Yeah. What advice would you give to Brie? I mean, she's doing her thing. She's like... You know, you got, you got to respect, especially the black woman, because they double minorities, so they fall under a lot of different they categories. Double minorities. Let's, let's talk about minority. that. Intersectionality. Exactly. So, you know, not only is that, you know, you're a woman, you know, people are going to look at you a little differently. I probably, you know, I was inspired just hearing their stories and you just got to keep pushing. I, I, you know, a lot of black men need to be here listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> Maybe that would inspire them to see a woman going out there every day grinding, yeah. sacrificing, overlooking big deals, and just going with what you feel. Sometimes it's, you got to go with your heart. You know, like, you know, money going to always come. It's all about how you feel, you know. It's a bad feeling when you... um just making money, you're not comfortable. It's like having a job you hate. Yeah. But um, I like that. I was inspired. Doing a good job, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, Chef. So, 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 I mean, you gonna give us the recipe or are we going? <laughs> you got any, you got anything, any products we can buy online, anything. Well, we're here, I'm always here, I'm a phone call away, you know that, man. And I gotta give a shout out to Chef Nancy. We've been working together for 30 years and she actually um, made this happen for me and I appreciate that. Well, we I are grateful. I appreciate everything you guys do. You're doing a great job. Did Wale ever cut you that check? Not yet. It's coming. Yet. <laughs> All right, it's coming, though. All right, y'all have right, a good thank day. Thank you, baby. Take All care. Right. All right. Oh, no, we ain't going to bless, bless the food. You talk about God. Bless the food, Bree. You right. first. This is the first time we're doing this on the show, and I felt like we should have done this in season one, but go ahead. All right. Heavenly Father, we come before you grateful for all that you continue to do for us. Thank you for being the biggest light in our lives. I pray that everything that you do for us is a representation of who you are in our lives, God. Allow us to walk in your victory in everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Short and sweet, let's eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't got time. Awesome.
You know, that's what I love about it. Look, man, at the end of the day, there's so many different people out there, black, white, et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, believe in so many different things. I think that we have to be unapologetic in what we believe in, and we got to give people the space to share their experiences and their stories. And I think 2020 taught us that. And 2020 also insulted the standard. The standard. Because the standard on television was don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion, right? And, and, and we put people in the box. And, and now we have this amazing opportunity, this platform to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about, mm. right? And, you know, so yeah, I, I just really appreciate, you know, this conversation. I guess my message is, you know, for people out there is be comfortable, got to get comfortable listening to other people's experiences, Yeah, you know? And uh, so I appreciate you praying over the food and I appreciate you sharing your story. It's, it's way overdue. So when we going to open in Atlanta? When we going to open up in LA? What's listen, up, Listen, Reed? I already been making the call, so <laughs> if you're in Atlanta, you trying if to you're invest? in Atlanta, You listen. trying to invest? You trying? You in? Yeah. I'm in. Bro, I'm in, in, bro. Let's do it. Right. You taking investors? I'm, we're always taking investors. Yeah. Where's the camera? Well, hold on, hold on. Where hubby at? You know, hubby, what? we got to check with hubby. The right investor. <laughs> you know, hubby. Yeah, no, I'm very particular about investors. That's why to this point, it's See, been homegrown because everybody doesn't get the vision. They, they get the culture. They get the sauce. They always want the sauce. They always mm. want the sauce. Mm-hmm. They always want the sauce. <laughs> But they don't. But they don't want to pay for the recipe. They don't want to pay for the recipe. They don't want to. But they don't want the recipe. I don't. I don't know if we ask. What, what's, your, what's your biggest motivation? Did we ask that? It's my people. Like I was gonna ask next. It's is, my is people. It the people. It's the community. It's the culture. It's you. It's you. It's not my people. Meaning like who are right here. It's like when I see black people. This is the realest thing. I feel just joy. See, I, I, I figured it, that it had to be that. Yeah. Because, like, let's let's talk about LeBron, right, for a moment. He said he took his talents to South Beach. He could have taken them anywhere. And you believe in what you have, right? And you could have gone into Manhattan. You know, you could have gone into any any fancy community and conformed to, you know, their standards. Absolutely. What what was it again? Insult the standards. Insult, Insult, the, Insult standards. the standards. But you wanted to best eye, you know, to motivate and get your people. To say, look, what, what was the other thing? I'm not on your page, but <laughs> the, the wellness. Um, oh, disrupting wellness disrupt, norms? Disrupting well, wellness norms. Yeah. I think our people have to understand that we have people that believe in us. Yes. You know, yes. we haven't always been taught the proper way to be healthy. Yes. You know, when, during slavery, and I think I talked about it before, and people are going to love chitlins or whatever. I, I don't. Me either. Right? <laughs> But I want to see where you're going with this first before I get my answer. Right. Go ahead. They 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 were feeding they they were feeding us bullshit. Traps. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, when you talk about soul food, mm-hmm. that was just secondary food, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And that shit, we talk about hypertension. Mm-hmm. You know, we're leading in everything: high diabetes, blood pressure, obesity, all these things that yes. are now hereditary. Heart disease. Yes. Right. And, and dying. And, and, right. And dying. And and all that happened for a reason. Right. So I'm pretty sure when you when you laid your business plan out, you said, look, I want to, you know, eliminate this, this, this. Those this, statistics. And I want to help this, this, this. And this. Live in my mind. 100 percent. All day. 
That's, right. that's where it is, right? So I see the joy, I see the resilience, I see the beauty, I see the fortitude, I see the greatness, but I also see the lack. I also see where we haven't been giving, given that opportunity to thrive in those ways, right? Because health is something, we all have a body, we all have outside. This is, this is something that like, I can't believe it's taken this long for somebody to say like, we need to do something more creative to get this narrative to change. Because why, why are black people, like we are leaders in every space, everything else, you know, we're the party. That's why hip hop culture means so much to the brand, right? Because I feel like hip hop stars, athletes, that's who our youth looks up to. You guys They're are the culture. the culture. You make this turn, which is why being on this podcast means so much because when my little brother watches this and his friends watch it and they're like, oh, working out? Oh, Brandon Marshall thought that Spiked was cool? We want to think that Spiked yeah. is cool. It, it's like we, start, we have to start having these conversations and making them cooler. Spin is not just, I'm in a room dark. Like I really want people to see and come and experience how we really bring the culture into the room. And Culture, for me, is, is, it's a body of work, mm-hmm. right? It's tradition. Mm-hmm. Someone, I was talking to somebody just a couple of days ago, and they said, other, and I'm not racist. Right? I'm, I'm <laughs> I need to know where this out. is going. I'm, I'm going to lay it out. If you got to say if that. You say no, that. no, no, I know, I understand. But I, I, for me, it kind of made a little sense. He said that um, other races don't necessarily have culture. And it could be a bit shallow, right? But he said we were, our, 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 our race was disrupted. And we were taken away from our, our homeland. Mm-hmm. Now when you look at it, everybody is, is, is um, consuming it, yeah. Is, is, you said it's consuming mm-hmm. what, you know, and, and again, it's, it's kind of fickle, right? And, and and it's still shallow, but I think black people are amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I think our culture, with the lack of, I think it's still deep. But and that's it's still the power. Rich. That's the power of HBCUs, right? Like we ask why, because for four years our culture wasn't disrupted. It your right? culture is the one thing that no one has to talk about. No right? one has you're, to talk about. You're making genuine relationships because you like someone. Yeah. Not because we're the three black girls that go to this school. Yeah. Right. It's a completely different. Like I credit Hampton so much for the joy and beauty that I see in black people. Like yeah. teenage boys walk by spiked and they come in and they're like, yo, what is this? Yeah. And that is the highlight of my day. Like when you say what what is the best moment when one of them walk in and they're like, I'm a boxer. You think I could train in here? And I'm like, yes, your class is on me. Like, what time are you coming? Give me your number. I'm texting you. I'm following up. Like, those moments are when I see the beauty, but I credit so much of that to Yeah, because it's like, the norm for us. It's, it's not it's so like, normal. I got, I got to the NFL and it would be six, ten black people at, at the lunch table and everybody was like, y'all sure we can do this? And then white people... But it's like, for oh me, I was comfortable because I'm like, this is all I know. I was at CBS and for four of us to congregate, like, it was lunch, It's a thing. It was like, we felt uncomfortable. Yeah. We would literally be like, okay, y'all, we got about six more minutes before we <laughs> need to each go to our respective area because you're the one from finance, you're the one from marketing, you're the one from accounting. We just came in here for... So leave us with something. Like, talk to my mom. Talk to his mom. Well, yeah, yeah. Y'all talk trying to, to get mom. deep. 
Talk to my mom, talk to my sister, talk to my aunts, talk to Mudfoot in, in, on Mayflower, still live on Mayflower. <laughs> Why is it so important for us to take care of ourselves and optimize our health? Well, if I'm talking to your mom I'm, and your sisters and your aunts, I'm letting them know, first of all, that women are the source. Until we start to take care of ourselves and how can we give so much to everyone else? I'm learning that more than ever now that I'm a mom. It's like... It is imperative that you learn to put yourself first in so many different areas. Otherwise, you are pouring from an empty cup. And, and so many black women are pouring from an so empty comfortable cup. Being an empty cup. Yeah. That is the norm. We feel guilty when we, we fill it up. We feel guilty being when we fill full, it up. Which is one of my words for 2021. Mm. Shout out to one of my friends, Niaje. Um, full. Look up the definition of full. It's like has no lack. It's just, mm. it's just. When you look up the actual definition, I, I was like, oh, my God. So that's that, that's what I would tell your mom. I would tell her, this is not about me persuading you to do something for me. I'm persuading you to do something for you. Right. And then if, if you, that doesn't make sense How do they you, start? Where do they start? They've never done it before. If you've never done it, you start easy. I'm not asking you. This is my other issue with wellness. People equate it to a weight loss goal. I'm not asking you to lose weight. Hmm. This is not what my messaging has ever been about. Nowhere are you seeing get rich quick, lose 60 pounds in six days. Like this, You can't control that. I'm asking you to make a commitment to yourself. Mm. So if you tell me I'm committed and don't, I'm working out 365 days when you've never worked out before. Like that's always the new year. That's why I don't even really do the new year game. It's like, tell me you're going to do 10 minutes of movement for three days straight. Ooh. Let's start there. Love it. That's powerful. That's it. That's what I'm going to tell your mom. The same thing I tell my grandma when she's on her way to dialysis. And I'm like, do you know that you could have walked to the mailbox and back, grandma? And she's like, I know. Don't. But it's the small lifestyle changes. Yeah. Everything is not about you coming and getting on a bike. Would I want you on a bike? Duh. But can you do things in your life today? Yes. Start now. Ten minutes a day. So last thing, we're going to land a plane. <laughs> You're taking on giants, Soul Cycle, Peloton. Um, what makes Spike Spin special? It's a small thing to a giant. I feel like I'm a giant. Mm, that's the show. Mm. <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> hey. That's the show. That's it. That's it. That's it. You ain't got to do that. You ain't got we had to fight to get a meal, yeah, wrongfully accused, we had to fight to get a pills, that's why we right to get a deal, he on the team, he gotta eat, you know, despite the skills, fat. keep it riding for the fam, you gotta like the wiggin' wheels, straight up, but in the past bad, work up in the trash bag, I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class, yeah, and my family needed bread, I had to come correct, that's why I keep airing it out like I just The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards, the longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.